Welcome back to another episode of the Red October podcast. I, I, I mean, the Outsider <laughs> Sports Baseball podcast. But, you know, we're all pulling for John's Phillies here, team that's a lot of fun. And, you know, I've been teasing John the past few days with, I have a hot take about the Phillies. And I kind of want to start it off with that because the Phillies right now are probably the most fun team to watch in the postseason. They are just they might even be considered the most likable team in the playoffs right now. And I got a hot take about that. The only reason the Phillies are liked by anybody outside of Philadelphia, the only reason is Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper has turned himself into possibly a top three most likable player in baseball. He is somebody that is just incredible to watch, really, really fun. And you know what? I think he's the only reason anybody even bothers rooting for Philadelphia outside of the Philly area because he's somebody that people want to see win. All he does is have passion and excitement for the game. Nobody watches the Phillies for Trey Turner. Even Kyle Schwarber, like, yeah, the home runs are fun, and Castellanos hitting a home run when something bad happens is, you know, a nice little party trick, but Bryce Harper embodies passion for the game. So he's the reason why people think Philly is as fun and as enjoyable to watch as they are. I think I can agree with you on that. I mean, I think, you know, I think people still watch it for Turner because I think he's fun to watch too. And I think he's a, you know. To the level of Harper though? Not to the level of Harper. I mean, Harper has a whole nother thing Even close to the level of Harper? No, I don't know. I can, you can argue. We're not watching for Alec Bohm. No, you're not watching Ralph Bohm, I guess. But you're a lot of people. I guess a lot of people who aren't Phillies fans and maybe who aren't even particularly, particularly like uh, big baseball fans are probably they know Bryce Harper. Like I personally hate everything about the city of Philadelphia. It is my least favorite place in the country. I think it is a cesspool, and that is mostly because Giants and Eagles. But I've never had a good interaction regarding that city. But I just can't help but not want to see the Phillies succeed a little bit. And I think it's because of Harper. Because he does you can't say a negative thing about him. Even going back to his nationals days, you know, he's a bit of a hothead, but it was all passion. I mean, he plays hard. He puts he he leaves his he literally leaves his like heart on the field, like blood, sweat, tears. He goes all in. I mean, you can see when he plays, when he's like base running, when he's up at bat when he's playing first base now you just you can you can you can see the passion he has for the game the love he has for the game and it helps a lot that he's really really good at playing you know baseball but i think a lot of teams like people also maybe root for phillies if you look at the teams who like the alternatives because i mean i don't think you know a lot of people you know the braves the top dog you know no one really like you know people always you know they want to go against the the top dog the braves you know, you they think people, and then you look at the Astros. No, I think the only people who like Astros are people from Houston. Everybody, I mean, everyone, hates the Astros. everyone hates the Astros. Cheaters. Cheaters. So I mean, you look at the alternative Cheaters. teams, and like I think the next team up is like the Phillies. I mean, because they're good, but they're not. You know, not, they're not at the top, but they're good. You're scrappy. And then, yeah, you know, scrappy. And I think people like that. They like kind of like the underdog kind of thing. Even though going into this season, the Phillies weren't really supposed to be the underdog, but they turned into the underdog anyway, which I think suits – it seems to suit Phillies teams when they're the underdog. Yeah. I mean, you look back at when the Super Bowl, they they were the underdogs going in. Like, for we, some we, reason, we don't have to talk about – We don't got to talk about that. 
in my mind that never happened i've blocked that <laughs> out and it never happened but i think the the underdog role the kind of thing suits philly and i think you know a lot of fans of you know the sport can get behind it especially when your your alternatives are the braves or the you know the astros the dodgers dodgers teams like that but i mean now you got teams like the orioles and stuff coming up who i think they're very easy to root for and this honestly, is, my, the, this is the one know. year i can root for the orioles because next year i have to view them as like actual like division competition but this year they were just a fun team that succeeded and i can root for them to win and would not feel guilty about it exactly and i think honestly if the phillies don't make it and the Orioles are still going i'm, I'm almost want to root for the orioles because i mean i've been high back. on them all year i want i i like them good young team yeah. you know I don't want to see him win. But you want to see the Phillies win more. I want to see the Phillies win more, but you know, maybe a Phillies Orioles, you know, World Series there with the Phillies winning. That'd be that'd be nice. So in round one, though, we had all sweeps. Minnesota swept Toronto. Texas swept Tampa. Arizona swept Milwaukee. Philly, they swept the Marlins, much to my disappointment. Sorry. All game, you know, three game set. Each team won two to nothing. Is there an issue with the format? Are there too many teams? Like, I'm, is there an issue with the format surrounding the playoffs? Because it seems like a lot of teams that maybe weren't deserving got in, or like you can say Arizona beat Milwaukee, but like it just seems like it just wasn't a competitive early wild card round. I mean, I'm not necessarily sure it's broken. I mean, I think part of the reason, I mean, people say that, you know, numbers are up while people watching baseball this year because of the pitch clock and all those other real changes. But I think a lot of it's because of the extended playoffs. And I think it's because you get a lot of, you know, more exciting baseball at the end of the season. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think until like the last game or whatever, like they were like, almost everything was up for grabs. Like there was like four spots up for grabs, like almost until like the last game. Yeah. And that keeps people watching. It's exciting for the fans of it those does. teams. And it's, it makes for good baseball. I mean, I think it's, you know, you get all the sweeps and stuff. I mean, I think that, you know, you kind of hope you want to drag the, drag the series out a little bit, bit longer. But you also want the series to be quick because you want to get into the, you know, the other games, the more the games that kind of mean a little bit more. Right. And, you know, you but, did bring up an interesting point, though, with the pitch clock, because, you know, Sandy Alcantara from the Marlins, he's getting Tommy John surgery now. And we've seen an increase in Tommy John surgery needed this season compared to past seasons. And a lot of the players are attributing it to the pitch clock. A lot of players need it now because they feel like their body isn't even able to recover as much because they have to throw so many hard effort pitch pitches, you know, in a quicker succession without giving them any type of reprieve, letting them get their body settled in and ready to go. Do you think that that has anything to do with injuries? And then I, you continue I, your point on. I think absolutely it does. I mean, you look at like what's changed, right? And then you look at it, and that obviously the correlation you would make. And I also think with the pitch clock too. I don't watching the Phillies game the other day, and JT had to like call a timeout so the pitch so the pitch clock that run out on Kim Kimbrel last night. I had to call it, and it's like I don't I don't know why you want to pitch clock in playoffs. I, I just I you think should, it's, it, it's it just doesn't make any sense. Whoever's idea it should be banned from the sport. It should. And it's just, I think, if anything, that's one of the problems with the playoffs is that you have a pitch clock. But I think with the playoffs, a big problem with the playoffs is I think after the wild card round, all those all those wild card games, I think they should reseed. 
and stuff. Because like a lot of you saw a lot of fans. I don't know because you saw a lot of fans complaining about the seeds and stuff. But it's like, you think they a should bracket's reseed? A bracket. You can't reseed a bracket. But why does it make sense? Why does why does the number one seed have a chance to either play the four or fifth seed, and then the number two seed either plays the third or sixth seed? Like it doesn't make too much sense. It's just how it's always been, and you know, it's baseball. It's a series. It's not just one game. So the better, the higher seeded team should be able to beat the lower seeded team in a series. Theoretically, I don't think seeding is the issue. I think it's more the level of play. Like the Marlins really should never have been a playoff team. The Blue Jays should never have been a playoff team, and now they are, and it lessens the competition. But you know, moving now out of the wild card round, we're in the divisional round now. Houston. They're the two seed. They lead 1-0 over Minnesota. And on those two teams, I got two questions for you. For Houston, how long can their dominance last? This postseason like run, this historic run we've seen from them, how long can this last? And then Minnesota, can that 1-2 Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray punch, can that save them now that they're, that they're down 1-0 in a best-of-five series? I just don't think that one two punch is enough to save the twins right now because you're down one game. I agree. And honestly, the Astros just have a better team. They have better pit they have the pitching to back it up there. And I know the we said offense. it last you know, they have the offense. And I know we said it last week. We were talking about how pitching is important in playoffs and the Astros yeah. just have better pitching. Now, I mean, I don't know if the Astros can keep this up. I don't know if they can, you know, have a repeat of last year and go back to the World Series again because I think they're playing to some, I think there's some better teams on the AL this time around that are, that can, that can beat them. I mean, obviously I think either, I think definitely the, the Orioles or the Rangers can definitely put an end to it. I think, yeah. I think either one. Yeah, that would be great, but I don't know if it'll end anytime soon. This dominance uh, is just all time. Just, they have the pitching. If that's, they have the pitching, they you have the, the offense. season Jose Altuve with another home run. Jordan Alvarez, just, there's something about October and the Astros trash cans or no, they just, they're just different. They're built different and they know how to play. And, you know, if the Phillies were able to do their job last year, maybe this would have ended. It's but just, they, it's tough. I mean, they just, the Phillies could have hit them last year. They, they just, nobody can hit, hit them in October. They can't, no one can hit them. And no. you kind of want to look to say something yeah. bad about the Astros and something negative about them because, you know, they're just so not a fan good. of them, but it's like, you just it's so hard to find anything bad to say about the Astros other yeah. than that they, you know, cheated. Dirty, dirty cheaters. Yeah, that's it. I mean, but other than that, and that's kind of you know, that's in the past now. Never on the people past. say they paid their price for until, it. Until until every single debate. player on that team is out of the league, it will never be in the past. That, yeah, I mean, I agree, but I mean you say a majority of you know. At least the baseball, at least on like you know the network people and sports writers are kind of done with it. They want to leave it alone. That came from up top. They got so they got the command. From they got the, their thing. But I mean, and I mean, us saying stuff's not going to change. It, so you just kind of no. got to let it go. But I mean, that's the only thing you need to say. But other than that, like the Astros are a good team. They're a scary yep. team in October. I mean, if you're looking for a team that has a good chance of like like you know winning it, it would be the Astros. I mean, yeah, for real. But uh, the next series, Texas is up one nothing on Baltimore, the one-seed Baltimore to the five-seed Rangers. For Texas, can Jordan Montgomery continue his great postseason pitching 
You know, we saw him in the wild card round. We're going to see him again tonight. Yankees cast off somebody that the Yankees literally said they didn't think he could handle the postseason, that he couldn't pitch in October. So he never really got much action in his few years with the Yankees. He's pitched incredible for the Rangers. Can he keep it rolling? And then on the flip side for Baltimore, can they get a big hit? We saw yesterday that Baltimore had so many opportunities to get that big hit to possibly take over and win that game. And double play after double play after strikeout, strikeout, double play. They just couldn't string together a few hits to get a run in. They couldn't get that timely big hit. Can we expect Baltimore to maybe be able to get that? I mean, for let's see, for both. I mean, I think Montgomery can continue it because I think in the playoffs, you, it's more about you kind of carry that momentum, that, you know, that energy from game to game, series to series. And the Astro, I mean, the, the Rangers are, they're going. I mean, they just, they're coming off a sweep from of the Rays and they're going. And then I think what's hurt in Baltimore is, you know, the, I think it's that, that little that buy there they get that that week off kind of right and i think you can see that hurt a lot of the the top seed teams like the buy i mean because you look at a dodgers dodgers lost braves lost orioles lost the only team it didn't affect was the astros was right. that off but you look at it and i think it's part of it i think a big part of it is that the astros are hot they're going in you know they kept the routine they got it going they have they're keeping the same energy going forward and Montgomery, I mean, that's about it is. I mean, you're going to go into it, and he's probably going to keep pitching good. I mean, a lot of times when you see when guys do good in the playoffs and they have a good run, they can keep that going. It's like you see it happen all the time. They keep that energy going through the yeah. whole time they're they're playing. So, I mean, I don't think there's I don't there's no doubt about it in my mind that he can keep it up. And the big question for the Orioles is is if they can get the get back in the groove again and kind of get that, going that, again. That stolen base in the top of the ninth yesterday was just such a stupid decision. You had a bad jump. Aaron Hicks was already behind in the count. You needed him to work it, and it just changed his whole approach. The pitcher, Hicks, both their approaches changed because the pitcher, after the runner was thrown out, stealing second, Hicks, you know, all he did was try to hit a home run to tie it up. And the pitcher, he just went right after Hicks because he knew that if he stayed away, Hicks wasn't touching the ball. So it just deflated any chance the Orioles had of getting that timely hit. But, you know, next up we got Arizona versus the Dodgers. Arizona, the sixth seed, leads one nothing over the two-seed Dodgers in this best of five. What went wrong with Clayton Kershaw? Before I even touch Arizona, what went wrong with Clayton Kershaw? Because that outing yesterday, that was prime postseason Kershaw, who outside of that, that magical World Series run has never pitched well in the postseason. I mean, honestly, I'm going to go back to the thing off that 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 week off, I think, kind of kills these teams. A third of an inning, six hits, six runs, a walk, no strikeouts. His ERA is 162. Is I mean, that something that has to be a record? Just incredibly bad. How do the Dodgers bounce back from this? I think they just got to they got to forget about it. They got to make they got to like think that game one never happened. You're going in. They got to think of it as like almost a fresh series because you got to put that behind you. Because if you don't put it behind you and you can't like put that in the you know in the rearview mirror, like right. your your morale's gone, the energy's low, and and it'll even maybe take the fans out of it. And I think you know, and even though like you know lesser of the fans are still important in baseball, but not as much as in other sports, but. You know, you, you want you want to ride the fans' energy and stuff, so they kind of gotta 
find a way to put it behind them and then get, you know, get the fans pumped up. Yeah. You know, what they got to do is next, like next game, they got to get out ahead. They got to come out swinging. They got to come out swinging. Guns they got to they be explosive. They, they got to get runs on the board early. Yeah. You get it runs on board early and just make the Diamondbacks have to fight back. Now, the last series that we have in this divisional round, Philly, the four seed at the one seed Atlanta. Now, John, one game in, who's winning, who's leading the series? Oh, my Phillies, of course. So, Red October, am I right? Red October, man. Can't beat it. So, for Atlanta, before we even touch on Philly, because I want you to really de- delve into how what you're seeing from them, how do you think Atlanta can fare playing down? They've been the dominant team in all of baseball pretty much all season long. Now that they're facing some real adversity being down in a playoff series, you know, the Phillies just need to win two more games. The Braves need to win three. Can Atlanta make a comeback? Do they have the gall? Do they have the – do they have it in them? Do they have that dog in them to be down and come back? It's hard to say because I think the – like just the team, the fans, like they weren't used – like all year they were this – they were this, you know, buzzsaw that all that all yeah. the other teams have run into. And now they're finally the ones running into kind of the buzzsaw here with the, you know, the Red October Phillies here. And you, you wonder if they can mentally sit there and handle it and, and, you know, come back with it. And I mean, you look at it, I think their manager, like they changed their lineup that from how they changed their lineup. They had a different lineup and then they had all year. And you're wondering like, why are they changing stuff here? And it's like, I think you might be too late now to go back and fix it. Cause I mean, you're already down a game. And I mean, even if they win the next game, which is going to be hard because they're going up against Wheeler, but even if they win that next game, you're going back to Philly, like you're going to Philly. And when you know, and nobody knows who Philly leaves alive. You, it's you can't, especially when it's playoff time. Like you're done. And I mean, I don't know. And I, I mean, especially if they lose this next game, it's over. Like you can. Like, if anybody watched that wild card series. Again, all three game, all the game, all both games really, because it was three game set was hosted in Philly. That atmosphere must have been incredible. Just everybody was vibing, and you know that kind of takes me to my question about Philly. The Red October, right? But if the Phillies and really when the Phillies do start to struggle, let's say you know they lose game two in Atlanta, they lose game three in Philly. Now they're down two games to one. The Braves could look to take the series in Philadelphia. How would the Phillies and their fans, you know, respond when the vibes are bad? Can they keep this incredible energy going even when they're struggling? Or well, can they get kind of down to themselves because the fans and the team are kind of playing off of each other? So what happens when one of them falters? Well, I don't think you're going to lose the fans. I think it's playoff time. I mean, Phillies fans like they turn it up and the, they turn it up when it's playoff time with any sport. So they're, I think they're gonna even if the team's struggling, the fans are gonna show up, right? And I think they're gonna carry that team, like the fans, just like they did with Trey Turner. They're they're gonna carry that team. They're gonna bring the energy back. They're gonna get that team pumped up. And honestly, even if the team's struggling, I don't think they don't want to let these fans down. They're not going to let these fans down. They're going to play as hard as they can, as best as they can. You know, I just, even if they do struggle, I just, I think, you know, if one struggles, someone is going to pick them back up. 
I think I don't think it really matters if they struggle or not. I just they're gonna keep that same energy. You might lose at the game, you might lose right. the energy that game that they lose, but like the next next game they're gonna show up just as maybe even more than the last. So now just give me your complete and other thoughts on this Phillies team. You know, how's their bullpen? How's their re- rotation looking? Their offense, who's hot, who's not, who's struggling, and who's really carrying the team? Just Give us a full insight into the mind of a Phillies fan right now in this incredible run. Well, right now, I mean, you're looking at it. You look like you had a great game from Nola, great game from Wheeler. You're hoping for another great game from Wheeler coming up. Like, I mean, Harper is playing as good as you thought he was going to play. I think he he already had he already has at least I think a home run or two already. And then you're looking at someone young stepping up. Bryson Stott's been stepping up. I mean, he had that grand slam that really put the nail in the coffin there against the Marlins. And he's been he's been coming up good, getting good at bats. You know, I think he he walked yesterday to get the bases loaded, coming back from like an 0-2 count. So he's stepping up. You got Trey Turner who's stepping up now. But there's a lot of guys you're you're. I'm worried about is is Boehm and Castellanos kind kind of need to step up and hit like Bowen right. just does not look good in his at bats. He doesn't look good. And, and Castellanos just needs to needs to take better better hacks at the ball. It's those two guys and if those two guys, you know, start hitting pulling their weight, I mean, I don't know if anyone can really, you know, come close to stopping them like offensive wise. Now you go talk about their their bullpen. I mean, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like their pitching overall is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I mean it's honestly, it's almost like I said earlier, like you got the good good games from Nolan Wheeler. That's almost a surprise to me because like they've been up and down all year. And it's like I you didn't know as a Phillies fan what what you know what Wheeler, what Nola you were to get going into the playoffs here. And it looks like you're gonna get good Aaron Nola, good Wheeler here and stuff. And then and then Suarez pitching up started off pretty well yesterday. You know, their bullpen doesn't look too bad. I I still Still worry though when you get if you get if you get into like a late series and they don't you know put you know get the series over with early on I don't know how they're gonna stack up in like you know a prolonged series where they have to you know kind of come back a little bit with the bullpen and stuff because I think you're running out of pitchers and Rob Thompson just he's he was he used a lot of pitchers last night he used a lot of pitchers and it's like if you don't and if they don't win yeah what did uh, Romuto say that they were treating it like Game Seven of the World Series yeah but I mean I guess it's important to get that first win though. It's you very need important, that, especially on the road in Atlanta. Yeah, but you just hope that that doesn't come back to bite them. And you know, someone's not available when yeah. they need them to be available, or someone's tired, and they just don't pitch as best as they can. But I mean, but they're hitting is they're they're really hitting. And if you get Boehm hitting and Castellanos hitting, like especially because also how he's hitting like for the most of the year, I, I think I don't think it really matters too much about their their pitching. But, I mean, it's Zach Wheeler versus Max Fried in game two. That's what you want. I mean, I, I think that's that's the matchup you want there. Although, I mean, who's the, who's the ace on this staff right now for the Phillies? Who's that one guy? You got to go Zach Wheeler's that guy. Really? I would not, say Zach Wheeler. Not even Ranger? Ranger, right? I'm not sure. Because he, he had a few bad games this year, and I don't he know. Did, he like, he was same. that guy you guys tabbed to start game one. I think that was just because uh, Nola and Wheeler weren't available. <laughs> You and think and he was good last year in the playoffs. Like he was. I, mean, I feel like Ranger Suarez though is a very underrated arm, and I really like Suarez. 
Now, obviously, you want Wheeler. I mean, Nola's struggled pretty for a good portion of this year, too, hasn't he? He had, he struggled a lot. That's what I'm saying. When you're going in, you didn't know what Nola you were going to get. You didn't know if you're going to get the old Nola of, you know, years gone where he's lights out and that's right. what we got. Or if you're going to get like what Nola's been this past year where it's just been give up home run after home run, yeah. you know, just you don't know. And then Wheeler even had rough up and down, but Wheeler's kind of been the ace of this Phillies team this whole year. How much more does he have on his contract? So I'm not sure he's a free agent after this year. I think he's either free agent after this year or he has one more year left. So I, I know that's running out. Nola's, I know Nola's up. Nola's yeah. up this year. So the Phillies need to figure some stuff out with their pitching. But now let's go series by series. So we're going to start off with Minnesota-Houston. Again, Houston up one nothing. Their next pitching matchup is Pablo Lopez versus Framber Valdez. Who wins this series and in how many games? I, I Honestly, I'm thinking that it's just going to be a clean sweep with the Astros. I think they're just I'm right there with you. Houston I think it's three. going to be a clean sweep. I mean, you didn't ask me last. You flipped over my. You, you skipped over me last week about who I thought was going to win with the Blue Jays Twins, and I was going to say the Twins. <laughs> so, but you skipped over me. But I thought they were good enough to beat the the Blue Jays, but I just I don't think they're good enough to. Maybe I don't think they're good enough to beat the Astros. Not even get one game on them. All right, so I think we both agree Houston in three. Now the next one is Texas Baltimore. Texas up one nothing on Baltimore. The second game pitching matchup is going to be Jordan Montgomery versus Grayson Rodriguez, the rookie. Who wins and in how many games? I think Orioles win. I Four. wish you were right. I hope Four you're games. right. Yeah. I think Four Orioles games? Win. Four games. So the Orioles now I win think, the next three. I think they're come back win the next three. See, I really wish the Orioles win. I'm going Rangers in Rangers. four. Uh, Rangers in five. Rangers in five? Okay, I can, get, I can, I can five. see that. I just I, – I think that they're starting to get hot at the right time. And that's always something scary to look at. Next one, Diamondbacks and Dodgers. Diamondbacks lead one nothing. Game two pitching matchup, Zach Gallen versus Bobby Miller. Who wins? How many games? Honestly, I want to say Diamondbacks just clean sweep the Dodgers because I think – want to say it, but will you say it? Is that what you're I'm going to say it. I think the Diamondbacks are just – their offense, like offensively, are just on fire. And I think even though I don't know if they have the pitching – Right to go through, I think it doesn't matter because I think they're just they're going to score so many runs. It's not going to matter if their pitching's good or bad. And honestly, if they get over this hump with Bobby Miller, I mean, like, are the Do- is the Dodgers pitching that much more dangerous after that? I mean, you got through Kershaw, you got through Bobby Miller, like, like you know, is it really do you have to do yeah. this to really worry about anyone else after that? I mean, especially if they if they win this game, I mean, like, I feel like it's a clean sweep. I mean, you have Corbin Carroll who's playing out of his mind. He has really shined in October. And honestly, if the Diamondbacks keep going on, he, you're looking at like postseason MVP there. I think the Dodgers will end up winning in five. I just think that they're going to be too much to handle. They're going to get so mad at this loss. And the Diamondbacks will be back next year. But I, I think that th- this is where it ends for them. I wish it didn't. I'd like to see them keep going. I'm thinking they're going to keep going for it. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. I just don't know, and I do think the Dodgers end up winning in five just because I think they just have the better team. Now for the final one, Phillies, Atlanta. Philly up one nothing. And now before you answer, I'm going to give my thoughts. I think this game, this series goes four games, and I think a team who has red in their colors will win. Teams had success before, has even made a World Series in the past couple of years. I think the Phillies win in four. I just think that they are hot at the right time. And if the two hottest teams in the playoffs meet in the World Series, you're looking at a Rangers-Phillies World Series. 
And I think that would be really fun to watch. Be fun to watch. I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go four games too with the Phillies winning it. Oh, you had me there. I thought you were going to go four games with the, 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 with the Braves. Oh, no, because no, then I'd be, a, I'd be a fake fan again. Yeah, you would be. I can't be a fake fan again. It'll be right on you. Phillies for everything. Red October, Red October. Red October, Red October, man. And obviously we said that matchup was Wheeler versus Freed. Yeah, that's going to be a close game. It should be honestly, it could go either way. I feel like it can be either way. You know, we'll we'll keep following. Next time we all speak, it's going to be the championship round. We're going to know the four teams left, and we're going to be picking who's going to make the World Series at that point. Here's hoping it's Baltimore and Philly, right? Yeah, I, I mean, have, I'm going to lock. I, lock I have my a pick nice already size future from April on the Orioles to win the World Series. We'll make a good chunk of change. You know what I'm saying? If they win, are you gonna you gonna share? Am I gonna share the money? No. <laughs> absolutely not but i'll say thank you guys for all the support for that one <laughs> but i will uh, mention there that'll do it here for john i hope your phillies do win and oh, i hope my gonna. yankees make it back to the promised land one day they will but they will hopefully but that'll if do it stays healthy for the outsider sports baseball podcast keep tuning into the other stuff we got hockey and football going full swing now gonna be week five of the nfl season going to cover that going into week six Colts Report Weekly's got some big news this week so keep your ears out for that but that'll do it here thanks for listening keep tuning in